Hello, this is Speak Slam on Words, episode three, and I'm your host, Dave Reed. Cool and chill are words that don't do justice to describing Jason Gill's relaxed nature. Calm, cool, collective, he's a really nice guy. After speaking with him for just a few minutes, I was just completely at ease. Don't forget you can like us on Facebook at Warner Chapel and find us on Twitter at Warner underscore Chapel, spelled C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L. Enjoy the chat we had with Jason. Hi, how are you doing? Hey, man. You good? Yeah, I'm good. You okay? I'm very good. We haven't really met each other yet, so it's just... No, yeah. Well, I'm from microphones, yeah. Thanks for agreeing to do this. Of course. Um, we're going to jump right in to the, to, the, to the interview. And I'm just going to explain again for the podcast that we're here to, to talk about the songwriting process and the producing process of, of a song. And we're going to talk with Jason about the way he does it. So just to, just to jump right in, just to get things warmed up. I love talking to people about their influences of you know songs they didn't they listen to when they when they were kids stuff that they didn't have a choice about you know because your parents or your siblings might have been listening to it can you remember what you were listening to when you grew up before you started choosing the music that you listened to i know my my father was um a huge michael jackson fan oh yeah i mean i mean who wasn't but i mean besides that um I'm from India, so obviously they listen to a lot of Indian music as well. But I didn't really like that. It didn't really like influence me in many ways. Uh, besides that, it sounded a bit funny to me because I wasn't really used to that, I guess. But I remember Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson like EP artworks that we had laying around in our home, and he just looked so badass. And I don't know, just he just instantly caught my attention with mm. the songs that he did especially from the bad album and just like yeah just fell in love with it it's basically. pretty huge album yeah yeah I love it it's just had its anniversary right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Recently, yeah really recently yeah. yeah can't believe it's been all that time but um, Michael Jackson was one influence and so hitting your teenage years what kind of music were you going out and buying or listening to that was your choice I was I was listening to a lot of hip hop music. Um big fan of Tupac. Listening to him a lot. Um I mean mainly I listened I listened to I grew up with like a lot of radio music. I f- it felt like that was like my generation in a way. So basically anything that was playing on the radio that I liked, I bought eventually. I've never been like Oh, I love that artist. I love that artist. I've, I've more been like, you know, who wrote that song, who produced that song, rather than oh, I love the way he sings. Because I don't know. I I I think the the songwriters and the producers kind of make the artist and gives them their fans because of their songs. So I was more impressed by the guy or girl who wrote the song than the one who actually performed it, I think. Mm. Any songs spring to mind? Well, Usher, You Got It Bad, Hit Me Instantly. A lot of the Backstreet Boys stuff as well in the, like, yeah, in the 90s. I remember them being very, like, instant and poppy, and I love that as well. Mm. And then was this in India? No, no, this was in Sweden. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm from Sweden, born and raised in Stockholm. Oh, okay. Um, but I come to UK a lot. Uh, mm. to work with 
different writers and different artists and stuff so what is it about a song that grabs you and you think oh that's got something like you were saying about usher's song is there i think i mean i think the simplicity um i mean that's that's what draws me um because it's easy to get and you can make up your mind when you've heard it if you like it or not instead of going like oh i don't know i don't know you know i think that's that's like the the key recipe to a radio hit that it's so simple that everyone gets it and i guess that even if you hate it you still notice it because it's simple i think yeah. and, and those simple things kind of get lodged in your head you listen to them even like you're saying if you hate it there's songs that just like get stuck in your head yeah you know you, you don't want to be singing on it <laughs> but you can't really do anything about it because it's yeah it's stuck that's actually the hardest thing to do to make something that's so simple that everyone can mm. after the first you know first time you've heard it it's like it's there printed in your mind so is that something you try to do with your music every time i write a song i i play it to friends or uh, my girlfriend and if anyone reacts to it i know that i've succeeded because they're not paying attention to what kick drum I used or how I mixed the snare and anything like that. They just listen to the song. And if they like it, I know there's something in it that was simple enough for them to understand it. And if there's no reaction, I know it's something going on in there that shouldn't be there, mm. I think. So you use the people around you? Yeah, mostly. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, obviously everything that I write, I love. But that doesn't mean that everyone else has to love it. So it's it's hard, and you have to kind of be open for, you know, comments and what other people think instead of being like, no, the song is perfect. You know, I don't care what you say. You have to kind of listen to what people think about it because they're eventually going to be the buyers. Mm. So I think that's really important. Mm. So the simplicity is that the rhythm of the song or the melody or perhaps even the lyrics of the song is that a concern of yours which what it goes to i think it has to be something that you know kind of repeats itself but not in an irritating way or you know actually that could be i mean that could be good as well if it's good enough especially for radio hits i think that's like the key to have something that's so easy that you remember it the first time but i mean i love listening to like for instance um john mayer and there's an artist called uh, Amy Mann as well. And and they're not that, like, they're not aiming for the radio when they do their music. They're just doing it because they yeah. enjoy it, right? Yeah, yeah. And I love listening to that as well because that, that inspires me in a lot of ways as well. Mm. Like the things they're saying and the melodies and, you know, I just, I just try to listen to as much music as possible and trying to take that into what I'm doing. I guess. So, who are you listening to at the moment? So you said John Mayer was one. Yeah, I'm, I'm hooked on his, um, on his what's it called, Continuum or something like that. It's just amazing, amazing. And I've, I've, I remember when like everyone was like, oh, John Mayer, he's amazing, and no, no, no. And I didn't want to be one of one of them, like just because you've heard one song, you're like the biggest John Mayer fan. And I just felt like I want to listen to the album, and you know and just kind of make up my mind and I, I just heard it like the other week just amazing brilliant thinking of um one particular song off the top of your head that you've that you've worked on can you think of one that you would like to go into right now yeah i did i did a song for 
for Alexander Burke called uh, Let It Go. Yeah. Which I really like. It's like a 90s kind of house pop song uh, that we actually did here at Wendy House. I think it was end of last year or something like that. And so what was your involvement with the song? I'm, I'm guessing you're producing it as well as, mm. as writing it. I was a co-writer and a co-producer on that song. I did it together with Cutfather yeah. and uh, Bell Humble. So we wrote that song. Okay. Yeah. What do you think makes that particular song so strong? I don't know. We, we got a brief right before we started and um, Colin wanted like, yeah, the kind of old school kind of house. As soon as I hear a brief, like if someone tells me like, oh, could we try doing something like that? I need to go straight away to my studio and make that because I just instantly, if, if I'm feeling it and I get an idea, I need to put it down because I want to go with the first kind of reaction that I get to what you're saying and just lay it down. And if it's, if it's shit, it's shit. But Bell was feeling it as well and we just kind of took it from there and, and made the song. And we, we finished the song and, and uh, Alexandra and Colin heard it and they thought it was a bit too complicated in a few spots. And then they went out and I was like, okay, cool, we need to do this, this, this. And we just, we finished it and brought them back and they heard it and they loved it. You went away and you went and worked on something. What was it you were putting down in that moment? Was it melody lines? Was it rhythms? Was it? It was the first thing I heard when he said like 90s. Um, the first thing I heard was bum 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 sort of like yeah the organ kind of bass sound to it and Belle just instantly started writing and I kind of left her just like do your thing and I just need to put this down the ideas that I had and when I had like the basic structure and basic beat of the song we we started finishing the writing she's a really good writer as well would you say that's your normal process to get given a brief and to just to go with the first thing or do you find yourself just in everyday life being hit with something or just sitting down and writing a song uh, well i mean briefs i mean when i say brief it could be like if i'm in a session with just just a songwriter i usually ask them like what do you feel like writing what do you feel like doing do you feel like aiming for someone or do you just want to write a song and see what happens when you say aiming for someone you mean an artist yeah yeah if there's someone looking for you know uh something particular and that's sort of my brief like what is that guy or girl feeling right now and if they say like oh yeah i feel like writing a up-tempo pop song or ballad or whatever i just take it from there and the first thing that comes to mind i'll just start playing it and if they're feeling it Hopefully they'll start writing. If they don't, I'll just start on something else. And as soon as I feel that, okay, we got something going on, I'll just leave the production for later and I focus on on the writing because I think the writing is the most important thing because the production can always be switched later. What is important within the writing? Is is it the melody lines? Is it the lyrics themselves? Do you have a preference to, to either of those? Do you work with them more? Both melody and lyrics are equally important, I think, because I've heard a few songs where, like, the melody is just amazing, and then when I read the lyric, I'm just like, why did you not spend a little bit longer on the lyric? Because that just kind of made me not listen to it again. I think the lyric 
especially since I'm from Sweden, we tend to not pay that much attention to the lyric because it's not our first language. But if you want to aim for like an international market, the first thing they hear is the lyric, obviously. And if the lyric is not that good, they're not going to like it. I mean, that's combined with a really strong melody as well. Mm. You know, if the lyric is amazing and the melody is weak, then you don't have a good song, I guess. So you get this song that you're you're happy with, that you, you, you like a lot. What is next? Is it down to you and the producing side to start mixing that song, to start putting things together to create the song? Or with that kind of bare song, would you show that to people? Maybe the artist they were thinking of writing for? Well, sometimes, I mean, usually when we feel like we're done with the song, I'll take it from there and start producing it. If the, the songwriter I was working with is vocaling as well, I would like them to vocal the song. But most of the times I want to have it as finished as possible before I present it to someone because I want to be proud of it. You know, I want to impress people and I don't want to play something that's not even done because even if it's good, I prefer having it almost finished. This is how it's supposed to sound. What do you think of it? And then they can kind of make up their mind like, oh, I'm not sure or yeah, this is exactly what we're looking for. So who would be singing on that? unfinished version who would be singing would it be the songwriter themselves or would it be yeah I mean if the songwriter is a good vocalist then they would just go ahead and do it yeah uh, if they're not and if it's a, uh, a male song then I'll sing it if it's a female song and the songwriter isn't like fitting I'll just call someone in to come and vocal it for me mm-hmm. so but I mean I think most of the times I mean I prefer working with someone that can sing because I think that makes them a better songwriter as well if they can present their ideas it's it's I mean it's it's definitely a benefit I wouldn't say that I wouldn't work with someone who can't sing but it's it just helps them I think it's like having a guitarist who can't play it sounds like there's a quite a uh, a broad spectrum of how you approach you know creating and crafting those songs there's a variety of ways you go about writing songs it's I think you have to to be honest because I mean at the end of the day you have to be creative and whatever makes you creative that's what you have to go with I think sometimes if you do the same thing every day you'll just lose it and you feel like you you need a break and sometimes I'll just sit in front of the piano start playing or I'll just grab a guitar or I'll start with a drum beat or you know whatever whatever idea that I have I like going to the studio if I if I already have an idea instead of just sitting there and just looking at the lights and waiting for it to come because I think I think that's pretty boring and it can be very frustrating as well. So, so with the idea you're kind of going with like energy you're you're running already yeah. and you can just come here and play and just yeah see what comes of it and it seems like you know whether it's worth pursuing or not it's it's yeah. it's, it's, it's really I, I like the whole idea of showing it to friends and, and to family and seeing their reaction and working on it. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Do, do you have any um, tips? It's pretty cliche, but I think just go with it. Don't focus on, oh, I want to write a hit song or oh, I want to you know become famous and rich. And I think that's that's weird to focus on, to focus on that. Because, I mean, when I started doing music, I had no idea that you could actually make money off it and that's the reason why I started doing it because I loved music and I had a like really strong passion for it instead of being like oh I can make I can make money off it I mean obviously that's a benefit but Mm. 
that's not what drives me. And always listen to feedback, I guess. And don't be offended if someone says that they don't like it. I mean, I've been in that situation as well. And you tend to kind of take it personal because it's like your song, you did it. But always listen to what other people think about it, mm. I guess. What's in the future for you? Can you go into anything you're working on or, or anything you're trying that's a bit different for yourself, perhaps, in the terms of songwriting process? At this moment, I'm just taking one step back um, just writing a bunch of songs that I feel like I need to get out of my system in a way. So I'm focusing a lot on the writing right now. And I'm also here right now in the UK to uh, to work with an artist that we found a few months ago, a uh, girl named Tima. We were in, um, in New York uh, in summer for two weeks just writing and we're here now for a week just writing as well and just trying to kind of yeah, get some songs for her and see what happens. Yeah, build her up, yeah. Yeah. Well, is there anything that surprised you? Has anything happened that you thought, oh, if I could tell somebody, do this, that would really help them? Don't be afraid of picking up new instruments. That's what I've learned. Really? Yeah. I think that really, really, really inspired me when I started playing the guitar, because I'm a pianist. So I thought, you know, guitar is like, it's so hard because I mean, the way it's built is just, you know, so far away from piano or from synth. But I picked it up a few years ago and now I kind of figured it out. And I love it because I know what I can do on the piano. But when I pick up the guitar, I'm surprised because I accidentally pick a chord that, I'm, that I wouldn't have done on the piano. So, yeah. yeah that's very cool. Well, I, th I guess the thing to take away is is seeing what people's reactions are when you play them the songs, basically, and seeing whether that's got that spark that you feel, and it's, if it, see if it goes onto their faces and, and they enjoy it. Yeah. Thanks for agreeing to do this. I hope My it's, pleasure. I hope it's been good for you. Yeah. We were really good for us. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. See what I mean? Very relaxed, but still really interesting. A very cool guy. Don't forget, you can find us on Twitter, Warner underscore Chapel, and on Facebook at Warner Chapel, Chapel spelled C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L. -L. Thanks for listening.